I'm Lucy Kippist here. I'm the editor of Flying Solo. And this episode of our podcast is brought to you by Flying Solo's brand new business class membership. It's your annual pass to great deals, discounts, tips and wisdom for building the business of your dreams. Plus, you get the opportunity to be a guest on this podcast. It's all for just $165. Head to our website for details. Now on to the show. Today, I get a treat in my inbox from today's guest. You might recognize her name, Pauline Nguyen. The treat is an email that's an inspirational quote that never fails to put a spring in my step and some new perspective in my mind. That's such an important thing on a Monday. Pauline is a businesswoman, author, and also the co-founder of Sydney's iconic Red Lantern Restaurant, and she does all of this as a spiritual entrepreneur. Pauline joins us on the Flying Solo podcast today, and she's going to explain what exactly a spiritual entrepreneur is and how developing this mindset can really empower us all in these challenging times. Pauline, welcome to the podcast. Oh, Lucy, thank you so much for having me. It's a joy to be here. Oh, I absolutely love your Monday emails. They're so short and they're so effective. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Your personal story is really extraordinary. Um, You arrived in Australia as a a child refugee with your parents and went on to develop an incredible work ethic and that's way too short an introduction for a life that you've had but I wanted to get stuck in right away around the concept of your spiritual entrepreneurship. We could start with getting you to define what it actually is. Spiritual entrepreneurship is a way of being. Um, You spoke about mindset earlier. It's not just the mind. It's not just about the mindset. It's also the heart, the health, and the soul, the spirit, they have to be all encompassing. No area can be ignored. And so this is what differentiates a spiritual entrepreneur um, from old school entrepreneurs. There's a different way of doing things, a different way of being. It's about getting really good at life. And so it's about self-mastery mastering all facets of our life it's no longer about um what do they say uh running the red line you know Mm. um it's it's wait a minute you're of more service to not only yourself but also your community and your family and the world at large when you look after all areas and that reflects directly what happens on your internal ecology directly reflects on your external kingdom so if we can work on not only the mindset but also the heart set the health set and the soul set so that we live our lives in spirit and inspired to do our best work this is what it means to be a spiritual entrepreneur and i have to make it very clear that it has nothing to do with religion right mm. um, spirituality is simply physics that has yet to be explained and so we play in science and spirituality so that we can master all those um, areas of our lives and uh, I, I, I personally think it's religion that needs spirituality spirituality doesn't need religion interesting point and so it sounds a bit like preventing us from well challenging us to stop compartmentalizing our lives so stop seeing our physical health our mental health the way we think about our business, the way we interact with our families, instead of putting them all into little separate buckets, it's about drawing that all together and having a philosophy that sort of ties them together. Is that 
Is that right? Yeah, because um, you know I, I coach and I mentor many entrepreneurs, and one thing I see time and time again is that people don't have business problems; they have personal problems that reflect on their business. Mm-hmm. And so we must look at all the areas, you know, and um, we can't do our best work if we're heartbroken and discouraged and stressed, and then you have all those hormones that we're addicted to, and life becomes so busy, you know. And I'm chasing happiness, and we just chase other things now. Um, fulfillment is the new currency. Mm. What drew you to this concept? Did you read about it? Had you met someone that was practicing it? Well, I've um, always been very spiritual in every sense of the word except the religious sense. Um, The accessing of nature's medicine, Um, I'm a shaman, I um, have spiritual practices, meditation, uh, chanting, breath work, all those areas and when I decided to uh, become a coach and coach specifically entrepreneurs, I saw the same problem time and time and time again, that they're so fixed on mindset, they're so fixed on wealth, they're so fixed on ego and status. And it's like, but you're not happy. Mm. And you're also um, wanting to find your purpose in life. But how can you find your purpose in life when you've become addicted to a life you don't even like? <laughs> yeah. And how can you find your purpose if your energy is so mismanaged and you're trying to deal with stress and overwhelm and competition when you are tired all the time, how can you possibly be inspired to find your purpose? Mm-hmm. And time and time again, it was, we, we, we must look at all facets of the mastery. It can't just be, I've only slept two hours, you know, all my employees have to do the same. It's, it's no longer that martyrdom. And so we lead by example, we lead from a space of inspiration. Mm, very inspiring. How much do you think your own childhood experiences contributed to this path for you? Oh, that was my training, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> we all we all have a choice. We all have a choice. We choose. We can choose to say, um, you know, woe is me. My my childhood was shit, and use that as an as the same story to fall back on. But there's no evolution. Um, and we have the choice to reframe. Um, I also coach in uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. And in a split second, we, it is never too late to have had a happy childhood. Um, mm. We all have a choice. Um, pain is inevitable, but suffering is the choice. Mm. Did you do um, training in, in psychology or counseling to help you with that element of your coaching or is that encompassed in the coaching sort of training? Um, I'm, I'm not a I'm psychologist. I, I am a developmental coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I have, um, I'm accredited in neuro-linguistic programming. Um, I also facilitate um, uh, semantic facilitation as well as um, I, the, the areas that I cover is not just the semantic. It can't just be talk therapy. Um, we also access a lot of the somatic. Uh, where are those emotions caught in your body? Where is that trauma trapped? And so through breath work, through um, uh, EFT, which is um, emotional freedom techniques, uh, through movement, uh, through nutrition, through a whole lot of different modalities. There can't just be one. And then we also work on the somatic, the, which is the body, but then the soulmatic, which is the spirit, 
um, the energy work. So my work encompasses somatic, the somatic, and the soulmatic. Uh, and we get results very, very fast, very fast. And so it's not just one modality. Um, and then, of course, I have groups where uh, we uh, address our uh, life issues as well as our business issues through shamanic work as well. So, so were your clients coming to you? What sort of the que- I mean, obviously, you don't get the same question all the time, or you might. What are they coming to you for? What What's their What What are they asking you to help them specifically with? So, um, I don't really market too much or advertise too much my uh, my coaching, my one on one coaching, because I'm quite particular with who I work with. Mm. Um, I Again, I need to be inspired Um, and uh, a lot of them come to me with uh, dis-ease. They've had years and years of physical pain um, or emotional mental pain Um, and I have a filtering process um, which is three-step process before I accept the clients. Um, One client came to me because she had 12 years of um, rheumatoid arthritis uh, out of zero to 10, uh, it was level nine. Mm. And she tried everything and she traveled the world and she'd done, I've tried everything, Pauline. And um, after the first month, she saw results straight away. Um, In month three, her pain was down to a two. um, And by the fourth month, her pain was down to a zero. Um, because we've covered all four. I have another client who's a very, very successful entrepreneur and he um, came to me with a severe case of um, uh, anxiety, uh, stress um, related to post-traumatic stress that he had when he was younger. And um, he'd seen psychologists multiple times for many years and after the second or third session, um, his words to me were, feeling good is my new norm. Um, I have other clients who want to come to me um, purely as a speaking coach. Um, I belong to an agency called Ode who manage the top 20 non-celebrity speakers in the world. And so then I teach one-on-one um, speaking coaching. <laughs> so I, 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 um, I like to play in a lot of areas, um, but I, it's all from direct experience and, and that's, that's what I do in my life. So I, I write, I coach, I mentor, I teach, I facilitate, and um, I, I'm an international speaker as well. Wow. And I happen to have won some awards for some books that I wrote. <laughs> yes, so you've got lots of, lots of hands and lots of pies. Very covered off there. What do you think then the spiritual entrepreneur mindset, if it's correct to call it that, has done for your for your business? Because obviously, as you're saying, your business is multifaceted and obviously yeah. it's, you've been a businesswoman for a very long time. What is it? What has the mindset helped you do or changed about your actual approach to business? Um, it's forever evolving. There must be evolution. There must be growth. Um, but the, the two biggest questions is, um, is there evolution in the business? That's not just in terms of how many restaurants you have. So I'm, I'm, I'm relating it now to the Red Lantern restaurant. And um, how are my staff evolving? How is the relationship with my um, guests evolving? How is the Red Lantern brand evolving? And between the three of us, it's evolved and changed so much. There must be constant evolution. And um, what, what are we doing to push forward humanity? 
um, there, there has to be the bigger picture. This is a very huge part of um, the way of the spiritual entrepreneur. Um, and um, the, the work that I do is pushing forward humanity on multiple dimensions. Um, Luke's does his travel and uh, promoting the Vietnamese culture and he's got his own charities. And then of course, Mark is a huge advocate for sustainability and the ethics of what we eat. And he's quite the um, champion for all things sustainable. Um, and the third is, are, are we looking after ourselves? Are we leading by example while we're doing this? Mm. Um, uh, how many uh, owners out there uh, leading by uh, fear, leading through um, running by the hormone of stress or um, forcing their staff and their team to work harder? It's, it's the way of being. How are we leading by example and how are we pushing forward humanity in some way? Yeah, I love that. I love that point. I've I've heard you speak about that before and it seems like such a uh, underspoken about factor because so while it's easy to sort of preach from outside, it's being able to show people that you're doing you're doing what you're asking them to do. We have to walk the walk. People can smell a phony from a mile away. Mm. We have to and and that is one of the caveats when uh, whether I teach it or I I speak it on stage. I only teach from direct experience. Um, mm. Otherwise, it's just regurgitating someone else's stuff, right? Um, uh, or I'm very happy to say I haven't experienced that, but can I connect you with someone who has? Um, but you can't be an interesting person with interesting stories to tell unless you actually do the interesting things. Yeah, so true. <laughs> That's how it works. So your physical wellness seems like a big priority for you also, which makes sense given the philosophy that, you know, that's part of it. Um, your Instagram feed often shows you swimming, running, meditating, boxing, I think I saw you do. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about that, that daily routine for you and what it brings to your business and your life? Of course, they're, it's, they're non-negotiables, mm. <laughs> non-negotiables. And so if we understand that our bodies are the instrument of consciousness and the more we access the breath, the mind, the heart, um, the strength, the power, as well as the spirit, and if our bodies are the instrument of consciousness and we can direct our energy where it needs to go, we become electromagnetic beings. We radiate. And that's when you, you see people, when you, there's something about that person, they're magnetic, or there's something about that person, they're repellent, right? That's, mm. that's all energy. That's all vibration. That's all frequency. And so um, I get up uh, at 4, 4.30 when I have like uh, essays to write. It's a 3, 3 a.m. rise. We don't need to sleep that much, but I also go to sleep um, quite early. And um, I meditate and I um uh, I, I pray, I then do a dry brush and I have a cold shower, um, make my children their lunches <laughs> and then I'm out coaching and we always, I always coach at sunrise. Um, I mean, oh, if we're talking that? about, if we're talking about frequency and vibration and power, um, the sunrise has the most 
potent healing frequency of the day. Mm. So we sit there before our session and we watch, we literally watch the sun rise. And that's when it's the safest, um, uh, the safest rays. And when we're looking into it, it activates the pineal gland and um, boosts our mitochondria and allows us to heal from the inside out. So now you're also talking about longevity and that's all power, right? I'm surrounded by the ocean. I'm surrounded by the wind. I'm surrounded. The sun's coming up. It's, it's all power. Hour. And then we do our breath work and then we go into the meditation. Um, and if I'm not coaching, I do sunrise and then I'm jumping in the ocean. That's salt water. That's mm. power. That is the greatest Faraday cage to neutralize the artificial um, EMFs that we're sitting in front of every day with our screens, um, with artificial light. And so it neutralizes all of that. So the formula is if 15 minutes of nature's medicine being forest walking, um, breathing in the photonsides that's emitted from the leaves. These are all essential healing oils, right? Um, uh, grounding to the earth, walking barefoot in the sand or the grass or the, the stone. This is all, all neutralizing the artificial EMS. They're also giving us power and giving us energy. And so if the formula is 15 minutes of nature's medicine will neutralize one hour of artificial EMFs. And if in the day I've spent an hour or two out in nature, I'm going to be pretty freaking chilled for the day yeah, <laughs> to, do, to do my best work, to, do my, to stay in spirit and inspired. And do you find that your energy then is um, pretty even throughout the day? Or does it dip at any, any point? Um, also because I don't sleep much, but I rest. I, I go into deep meditation. Um, I have so much energy, which is why I'm able to do so many things really, really well, uh, except except admin. I don't do admin very well. <laughs> I have people who do that for me. Um, but when, when we can tap into spirit, we can tap into an unbridled energy and uh, we get to accomplish many, many things. Another beautiful part of um, if we're talking about the way of the spiritual entrepreneur is the constant evolution, the constant reinvention of, of oneself and so when you're talking oh you know she's doing boxing now oh now she's swimming oh now she's a speaker now she's yeah. it's the constant evolution how am I going to continually redesign myself now because we owe it to life to live it to the greatest our greatest ability and um, the more the, the science behind that then is that the more new skills we learn the more new things we partake in that bring us joy that's very, very important. If it makes your heart sing, if it brings you joy, then it will give you energy. But what it also does, it, it helps you to live longer mm. because we're creating new genes. Every time we learn something new and we um, embed it into our bodies, we create new genes. And this is um, uh, one of the uh, major aspects of living a very, very long life, uh, but a fulfilled one because we're, we're punching out all the goals and new skills that we want to punch out, but we're doing it with joy. Mm, so inspiring. So with all of that in mind and, and that constant evolution going on for you, what's sort of the most exciting project that you've got in the timeline right now coming up? Oh, it can't just be one, Lucy. <laughs> I... Um, Okay, so um, uh, again, this is a big part of you. It's always about collaboration. And one of the first laws of attraction is to become attractive. 
right? And so it's the words we speak, the energy we emit, um, our mind, our heart, our health, our soul. And so that question of who do I need in my orbit to help me get to where I want to go faster? Who do I need to become in order to attract those who, who I need to have in my orbit to get me to where I want to go faster? So the projects that I'm um, uh, uh, about to embark on or currently um, doing uh, are all collaborations with other people. Um, and uh, on my online inner circles, now we've got COVID going on. Mm. Um, the I used to have um, uh, events at Red Lantern called roundtables. I'm now taking that online because people are like, when's the next roundtable? Um, yeah. That's going to be exciting um, as well as um, online inner circles I've um, built a couple now as well um, and I'm also working on a new book great what's that about well you can't say you can't can't, can't, can't say <laughs> but something very 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 different and very very um, um, needed for this time desperately yes. needed for this time yeah, because what we're speaking now um, towards the end of April, which is smack bang in the middle of all this, the COVID um, challenge, yes. I like to call it, rather than crisis now, but it is a crisis for many in our community, being small business yeah. owners. What would your advice be to them at this point who might not yet be advocates of your philosophy but who might be interested? What 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 advice could you give them at this point for maybe thinking, you know, is this the right time to start trying to reinvent ourselves and change our mindset well let me just say that you don't have a choice but you do have a choice so the biggest thing that I would say is don't buy into the fear don't buy into the fear and some people don't have the skills yet to master a little bit more of themselves and so they get hijacked by the fear once you're in the fear, once you're in the stress, it shuts down 90% of your mental, physical, emotional capabilities, not to mention your spirit. So you're literally physically cannot be in a state of creation. Mm. And so the first thing we must do is to come back to neutral, come back to a state of gratitude, come back to a state of calm courage, calm courage, inner peace and it's only in this space when we are in spirit and inspired that the ideas will come if our bodies are instruments of consciousness and we know how to work our bodies then we become magnetic to the collaborators we need in our field in order to help us get to where we want to go faster and so the very very key is to first neutralize and manage our emotions so that we have more um, so we can access more of the other 90 percent that is our birthright mm. so going inwards is yeah yeah important how, and just how much is meditation a part of that, do you think, a regular meditation practice? Is that kind of a simple way to start accessing this stuff? Um, it, it can be. And so I don't, I don't meditate to Zen or chill out. Um, I meditate so that I can master my emotions. And it goes on to I now meditate um, so that I can start manifesting. 
so that I can start creating my own reality. And that's one of the beautiful things that many of my um, coaching clients say that, you know, they've come to me with an issue, whether it be a, a dis-ease or a disease or some sort of a, a, a pain point in their lives or their business. But we can we get to eradicate that very fast and then uh, we, we, we bounce forward instead. And so we start um, uh, becoming badass manifestors. <laughs> mm, love it. Absolutely love it. And then life gets really really interesting and fascinating when we can learn to speak things into existence Mm, absolutely pauline it's it's so inspiring to speak with you thank you so much for sharing all that with us today where is the best place for people to find you instagram is a great place my my website yep um, www.paulinewin.com.au and um, a whole lot of the stuff that I do is on the website. Um, feel free to email me through there or through pauline at paulinewin.com.au. Fantastic. Thank you so much.